Thanks for tuning in to Finance News. I'm Melissa Darmawan. Here to talk to us today is Portfolio Manager of Acon Capital, Rick Squire. Rick, nice to meet you. Likewise, Mel. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's great to have you part of the network. The resources and energy sectors have had a strong run in the last 18 months. Do you think this rally can continue? Yes, I do. Uh, in fact, at Acon Capital, we think the resources and energy sectors have got the uh, potential for a prolonged upswing. Now, the reason for saying that is we see four key factors that are driving the uh, long-term demand for a range of commodities. The first one is the growing demand for the metals that facilitate the, uh, the, the global transition to the low-carbon economy. Those commodities include uh, lithium, uh, copper, cobalt, nickel, the rare earth elements and graphite. Now, the second factor that we've talked about in the past is the increasing need for a diversified uh, supply chain. One thing about the COVID pandemic is that it's taught us that we can't rely on a single region or country for important uh, commodities. Probably the most acute example of this is the rare earth elements. Now, rare earth elements are used in the... Uh, uh, drive mechanism in, in wind turbines and, and, and electric vehicles. And, and what we know is that uh, of all the rare earth magnets that are produced today, uh, about 90% of them at some point in their manufacturing cycle have had to pass through China before their uh, completion. Now, that reliance on China for, for such a vital uh, uh, commodity is an unacceptable risk to, to industries and governments around the world. Uh, now, the, uh, the third and the fourth points that I want to uh, emphasise uh, today, the third one is the, the growing importance of environmental, social and governance issues and how they pertain to the, uh, the sourcing of commodities. And the final one is the, the, the impact of sanctions on Russia following its invasion of Ukraine. So, Rick, how are ESG issues impacting the way you invest in commodities? Look, a simple example is just to think of a, uh, a car and a, a, or a phone manufacturer 10 or 15 years ago. But back then, they didn't really care too much about where their, their commodities like copper or, or nickel came from. So what was important to them was just a large and reliable source of uh, metal at the lowest possible price. However, today, uh, customers, investors and governments are paying more attention not just to that the fact that the, the products that they're buying are being ethically uh, are, are manufactured, but the materials that are used in their constructions have also been responsibly sourced. So there's a, a, a really positive benefit that's coming out, for particularly for companies that uh, have really good reputations and are working in stable jurisdictions. So one of the points you mentioned was around the war in Ukraine. When it does end... Could it store the momentum in the resources and energy sectors? Look, that's a concern for, for some people. We, we don't think that that's going to be the case. Now, if you look at uh, Russia, it's actually a major supplier of, uh, of resources to the, to the global economy. Uh, many of the, uh, the viewers would, would know that uh, uh, the EU, for example, is obtaining about 40% of their gas from, from uh, uh, Russia. Um, uh, Russia also supplies the world with 10% of the uh, oil exports. And it's also a major um, producer of, of, of coal, of nickel, of aluminium and, and, and wheat. And so there's a really strong reliance on Russia for a lot of its uh, commodities. 
Now, what we know from uh, historic examples, once you know these sanctions go on to countries like Russia for for for, for these invasions, even when the the war stops, and and we generally hope it, it it ends very soon, but even when it stops, those sanctions remain in place for many years, and in some cases more than a decade afterwards. So the other the other factor is you know it really spot. You know, it shone the, uh, the the spotlight on on Europe and and the reliance on Russia for so many commodities. So right now they'll be uh, working quickly, regardless of when the the war ends, that to to take that reliance back as much as they can, and so reduce their exposure to to energy, whether that's finding alternate sources of, of gas or to fast track that transition to to the low carbon economy in terms of energy sources. Last question for me. The resources and energy complex appear to be an exciting place to invest at the moment. Are there any commodities you particularly like? There's actually a, a range of commodities that we, we like. So, you know, lithium has got a fantastic uh, long-term outlook. So lithium using those uh, batteries for energy storage. Uh, the problem is a lot of those lithium stocks are, uh, the valuations are getting a little bit lofty at the moment. So where we see great opportunities actually in uh, the rare earth elements, you know, as I mentioned before, they're used in wind turbines and electric vehicles. So we think there's some, you know, exciting opportunities opening up in that space with the, uh, you know, rising uh, rising debt levels and, and, and ongoing uncertainty in, in, around uh, inflation. You know, we still see good value in gold, but also, you know, uh, copper and uh, 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 the the other energy storage metals. Now, the last one I just want to touch on is is energy. That you know, energy uh, has had a great run. We've seen uh, oil, uh, coal, and uh, uranium running really strongly in the in, in the last uh, six to twelve months. But you know, if we just come back to Australia, you know, the East Coast uh, uh, domestic gas market is, you know, really starting to, to, to open up. You know, we've had two years of lockdowns, which has curtailed the demand, but, you know, all those shackles of lockdown are coming off. And it's important that investors re remember that this is a transition to the, to the low-carbon economy. And while renewable uh, energy is going to be at the core of the, the future, that it's important to manage that transition. And that's why, you know, things like domestic gas will still be important uh, going forward, and there's still great opportunities in that space. Rick, it was great to speak with you, and it was very insightful. I look forward to speaking with you again. Pleasure, Mel. Thanks for your time.